Shalom Haverim. It is now 8 p.m. I'm here in the capital of the United States in D.C. Um, it's a rainy evening here in the nation's capital and I invite you to join me. Let's have a discussion about uh, being happy. I think this is a important subject and I think it's on a lot a lot of us think about it. I think that's because a lot of us are really unhappy and we're oh hello Bill um, thank you for joining me. Thank you Caleb for joining me as well. Please if you have questions about Judaism, philosophy, history, nothing is off limits However, if I can't answer your question, I'll say I can't answer your question. But I'm here to present an opportunity that you may not have had to ask a rabbi questions. You have Jewish friends, you have Christian friends and Muslim friends, and you've asked them questions. So this is an opportunity for you to ask me questions. Be glad to. And as I've mentioned before, you can always join me in my Zoom room. And I'd be glad to meet with you and answer other questions or discussions back and forth rather than my re-typing things in. It's nice to be able to hear what someone is asking. Our topic tonight is happiness. Oh, what a weird subject. Truly, you only think you are happy. Hmm probably never thought about that. Or maybe you actually have thought about that. The, our Declaration of Independence talks about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's really a curious kind of phrase, pursuit of happiness. The Declaration of Independence drew quite heavily on British imperialist philosophy, John Locke in particular. And John Locke talked about life, liberty, and property. It's always been curious to me that our founding fathers pulled out the right of property, not just land, but your refrigerator, your pots and pans, property, stuff you own. They pulled that out and, and inserted instead the pursuit of happiness. I wonder why they decided on the pursuit of happiness as more important than the sanctity or the right to own land. Hmm. It's kind of, it, I found that curious. I think maybe you find it curious. So. What is it about happiness? We're pursuing it. We want to be happy. Um, I haven't seen anywhere, except for a few individuals, that relish being miserable or unhappy or want to spend lives in unhappiness. We want to be happy. Look at Disney. Disney advertises as the happiest place on earth. They capitalize on our wanting to be happy. 
Now, what makes you, me, individuals happy? Place to sleep, friends, good meal, warmth in the winter, cool in the summer. How do you define happiness? What is it that makes you happy? What's curious is that many of us attribute happiness to things outside ourselves, things that we cannot control. It's raining. I'm unhappy because it's raining. You would tell me that's silly. You can't control the rain. Okay. I'm unhappy because of the way someone treated me. Shouldn't you say the same thing? I can't control how someone else treats me. And some of us think that we'll be happy by threatening other people, by making accusations, by typing things into the live session. So I would ask you, after posting something that would involve killing someone else, not what someone's doing, but taking your actions would require killing other people. Would that, that would make you happy? Okay, I find that really strange that your happiness depends on the murder of other people, not stopping it. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about uh, joining organizations that promote peace. Look, Egypt had a proposal for a ceasefire. Hamas rejected it. I haven't seen all the details yet, but it was from Egypt. Why not? Why not explore it? Why reject it? My happiness depends on peace. What's going on in Afghanistan? They've stopped school for women in the sixth grade. Why doesn't that make you unhappy? In Africa, women are being massacred, murdered, and raped. I don't see any comments about that. So your happiness, from your, some of the comments, depends upon political events that you have no control over. You really would like peace? There are organizations that are promoting peace and working towards peace. And you want to link peace with justice? Okay, I agree. Without justice, there can be no peace. Without recognizing the legitimacy of another country, there can be no peace. Mm -mm. We need to, but you and I are on TikTok. Are you a diplomat with the UN? Do you have connections? I don't have any. I don't have any. So I want to come back to, does, yeah, Sudan. And the Sudan has nothing to do with Zionism or Israel. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. North Korea, nothing to do with Israel or Zionism. Truly. So, why do you post those questions? I, I, so, rather than posting that, please put in, put in the comments why it would make you happy. Why your happiness depends on things you cannot control. 
things you have no say over. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Talmud, uh, Midrash really, Perkeo vote, tells us that an individual is happy when they're content with what they have, changing what doesn't work that they can control, and not coveting what other people have. Mm -hmm. He who is happy is content with what he has, she has. Not making things worse, not, make, not saying you can't make it better. It's not about that. It's at this specific moment, what is it you have? And maybe you follow the research and studies. Oh, someone just asked to be invited to go live. Yes, I would love to join, I'd love to, uh, Zara, Zara, I'd love to, you to join me live. Zara, please send an email, rabbiblock at hotmail.com, and we'll meet in my Zoom room, and we'll, we'll discuss how we're going to co-host, how we'll do this together next Wednesday night. Please, I want you to join me. I want you to be my host next Wednesday night. So, Rabbi Block, Hotmail. Yes, I'm a real rabbi, as opposed to a pretend rabbi, a fake rabbi. Uh, for those of you who do podcasting or YouTube, the channel is called The Rabbi and I. And on it, I tell my story, how I became a rabbi, why I became a rabbi, among other things. So if you're interested, The Rabbi and I, YouTube, and podcast on whatever platform, I'm on Apple, whatever platform you listen to. Money, resource, yeah, mm, you know, money is maybe the root of all evil. No, it's not the money. It's what we do with it, what we're willing to do with it, and what we're willing to do for it in order to get it. So if we, we take a look at the happiest countries in the universe, the United States of America, 30, 40, 50, we're way on, we, the United States, is very low on the list. Finland is the happiest nation. Finland. Then comes Sweden, Norway, Holland. With all the wealth in the United States, with everything we have access to, we don't rate as very happy. And that's why I thought of this topic tonight. Because all of us want to be happy. And yes, we spend money on bombs as a country. We spend money on defense, perhaps too much. Allocation of resources, priorities. Perhaps we do. Political questions. Good political questions. I live here in D.C. No one, I might do a vote, but no one really consults with me or asks me about how we should allocate our resources. And so, 
Yeah. Uh, just as a little bit of background for someone that pointed it, I want you to listen to my YouTube or podcast. It's called The Jesuit Rabbi. That's my story. I think you'll find it very enlightening and very helpful. I was ordained in 1974. Someone just asked that. I graduated Boston College in 1968. Mm -hmm. So that Solomon then answers your question. That, And I spent 40 years in a psychiatric hospital. My career has not been as a congregational rabbi. It has been as a chaplain with the Veterans Administration, a short, very short, very short time in the Navy, in and out, almost immediately, end of Vietnam. I went to work for the Veterans Administration as a hospital chaplain. So happiness. Why are the people in Finland the happiest in the universe? It's really neat. Yeah, political Zionism is very different from cultural Zionism and other forms of Zionism. So let's put aside our Zionism questions and let's leave that, that to rest and send me an email. I'll be glad to meet with you. We can, we can talk about it. I do not accept or condemn one of my podcasts, Israel is doing some things that are very un-Jewish. Please listen to the podcast or watch it on YouTube, The Rabbi and I. So that'll answer your question rather than taking the time. Oh, I'm drinking bourbon. I'm a, I'm a big fan of bourbon. Mm -hmm. And whether Zionists believe or don't believe in God, that's silly. It's always silly, by the way, to make global statements. For example, you never listen to me. Whenever you hear, there's some key words as a therapist I want to pass on you should listen for. Whenever someone says, you never or you always, let a little flag go up. If I had it, I'd wave it. Because in reality, nothing is always and forever. Something else is going on. And if you're really interested, you want to ask that person what they're thinking, what it is about, and what you mean when you say, I never listen to you. Um, I don't pay attention. Usually it means you don't do what I say. It's a power and control statement. So when someone says, Zionists are atheists, all Jews are this, all Jews are that. Now, no more than all Roman Catholics are against abortion. All Roman Catholics are against birth control. Roman Catholics practice birth control. So get rid of the all statements. Get rid of generalizing like that, you're not going to reach a good conclusion. And remember, I keep telling you, two states, a Palestine and Israel, just like Canada, Mexico, United States, countries that recognize the right of each other to exist and don't throw missiles or bombs at each other, both sides. That's our solution. However, I'm still waiting to be consulted. No one's asked me in yet. So, uh, look at Quebec. The province of Quebec, there was a movement called Quebecois. They wanted to secede 
from the Dominion of Canada, become their own country. And Canada sat down and the residents of Quebec sat down and said, it's not a good idea. Quebec remains part of Canada. But they never threw bombs, they never assassinated people, neither side did. They looked at each other and said, how can we respect each other? And Canada said, what is it that you want? And Quebec said, we want you to recognize French culture, Canadian French culture, the Canadian French language. There's a perfect example of an Israel and Palestine, Quebec and the Dominion of Canada. Neither side threatened, murdered, kidnapped, raped or pillaged. Both sides looked at each other and said, how can we have what we want and not destroy the, the Dominion of Canada? Mm -hmm. So it, there's lots of models out there, lots of models. And as of today, Egypt has stepped in to try to create a model. Someone just asked about tefillin. Please send me an email and we'll set up a time on Zoom and I'll take my tefillin out and we'll talk about how we wrap tefillin. Be glad to. Mm -hmm. Happiness. I read that about Finland and I'm going, what? And what's fascinating without realizing it, the people of Finland we're really following what it says in the Talmud. Who is happy? People who are content with what they have, not with what they don't have. And I think therein lies the key to happiness. Too many of us are unhappy because we focus on what we don't have and believe that if we had it, we would be happy. Let me ask my Christian viewers out there, what was the Christmas present when you were 12 that you had to have that would make you happy, that would change your life? I want you to type that in right now. What was that Christmas? I bet you don't remember it. But when you were 12, all your happiness depended on getting that gift, that present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking to see... Oh, that's funny. Someone asked about a rabbi who's an atheist. You know, you're going to have to define atheist for me. I do not believe, I want to put this right out there publicly and live, I do not believe that God is an old man in the sky who drops space toilets on people he doesn't like. I don't believe that. I don't. Now, that's not the definition of an atheist, but for many people... An atheist is someone that doesn't accept the biblical concept or this arcane idea. It's not even biblical. It wasn't biblical. This arcane concept that God's an old man in the sky dropping space toilets on people he doesn't like. No, that's not God. Mm -mm. God is one. And we're part of one. Mm -hmm. So you want to take a really hard look at your definition of atheist. Because everyone I've ever run into has a single definition of atheist and if you don't adhere to it, you get labeled. Hmm. Uh-oh. There is something... I'm not the sum total of the universe. There's a higher power. 
There is. I don't know much about the higher power, but I do know, but I do know that he doesn't punish and reward. No. One. Everything is one. You and I are interconnected. That's what's so sad about some of your comments, because they're directed at me, at you. You're unhappy. I'm unhappy. Because we're, we're interconnected. We're part of this system, part of this universe. Mm-hmm. And to ask what the Jewish people believe about Jesus, I can't answer for the Jewish people. I can tell you what I believe. I can tell you what a lot of my colleagues believe. But no one is in a position to give an answer for all Jews. That's important, because often many of your questions give the impression that there is a Pope, a hierarchy in Judaism that can answer for, there is no. Each Jew stands as an individual and has a relationship with the one. Um, Jesus was an apocalyptic, itinerant, Pharisaic, Jew. He was born a Jew and he died a Jew. Look at Jesus' last words on the cross. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It's from the Psalms. He said it in Hebrew. What else would he say it in? He spoke Hebrew, maybe Aramaic. It's part of our final confession. Gee, what a strange thing. On the cross, Jesus was reciting the final Jewish confession. Look it up. It's in the gospel. It's there. You can improve your relationship with God by having a relationship with God. Go for a walk. Walk in the rain. Walk in the sun. Feel God's presence. Not an old man in the sky that's going to talk from rocks and bushes. No, no. Unite with the one. Just let your feelings go. Feel. Be happy with the day. Yes, uh, I'll accept someone who wants to convert to Judaism. Again, send me an email and we'll talk about the conversion process. I can't quite zero in on everyone asking these questions and send you an email. So please, I really depend on you to send me an email asking. And... To make these charges, I, uh, having been a therapist in a psychiatric hospital, I can understand anger and annoyance and wanting to strike out and feeling powerless. And so you want to accuse Jews of being the devil or I'm the, I'm the devil or I'm the agent of Lucifer. And it's kind of fun to put those things out. But I, I want to reflect back and ask you, is that making you happy? Do you feel better about life? Does that connect you? And if you're a Christian, is that the Sermon on the Mount? Are you living Jesus? Hmm. Um, Zionism is not evil. Judaism is not cool. There are individuals who abuse everything. There are individuals that use religion as a tool to go to places. But let's go back to Finland. Strange group of people. The climate. The place. Yet they are the happiest people in the universe. Because they respect each other. 
They love each other. And they treat each other well. Their taxes are much higher than here in the United States. And so those who say taxes are a problem, evidently they're not, because people are thrilled to pay their taxes in Finland. People like each other. Finns like each other. But also, more important, they respect each other. And go ahead, look up Google Finland as the happiest nation in the universe. It's fun to read, fun to do. And I keep coming back to Perkea vote, the sayings of the fathers, the Midrash. An individual is happy when they're content with what they have. That doesn't mean you get a, don't get a better job. It doesn't mean you don't get a, a better car. It doesn't preclude anything. It means at any given moment, this is terrific. I have a good bourbon. I'm not getting wet. It's dark outside, so I can't see the fourth fairway. Okay, I can't see the golf course, but I can only see it during the winter when there are no leaves on the trees. When all the trees fill in, I can't see the fairway at all. So I should be unhappy? No. It's just to be happy with what is. Ah, the meaning of life, 42. Forty-two. Someone look that up for me and write that in. I do not keep kosher. I'm a rabbi. I have a relationship with the one. I do not keep kosher. I'll have meat and dairy. I'll have shellfish. I'll have pork. Doesn't mean I'm a bad Jew. Doesn't mean anything. I have a relationship with the one. I follow the teachings of Judaism and the laws of Kashrut. Some people find it helps them unite with the one, with God. I kept kosher for 8, 10, 12 years. Didn't bring me closer to God. I laid tefillin. Didn't bring me closer to God. So there are many things that bring me closer to God in Judaism. There's blessings, there's prayers, there's relationships. Abraham didn't keep kosher. Moses didn't keep kosher. None of those existed. Isaac didn't keep kosher. Rebecca didn't keep kosher. Sarah didn't keep kosher. They were close to God. A single malt scotch. Now, that rivals a good bourbon. Mm -hmm. Single malt scotch. But I don't like the scotch that's um, earthy. The uh, high is it not Highland? What's the Scotch that um, that has that peat? That I'm not a big fan of. But a good single malt Scotch rivals a good bourbon. Hmm. See happiness. There's lots of good things that we can share that we can enjoy. Iced coffee on a warm day. A good cup of coffee that makes you happy. And now I know the Midrash says that the patriarchs kept kosher, but Midrash are stories. They're things people made up. And the reason they said that was the authors knew that they didn't keep kosher and it bothered them. So they made stuff up. Midrash, it's made up. It's stories. It's legends. It's things to help us learn and teach and understand. It's not factual. It's not CNN. It's not Fox News. It's not YouTube. It's nothing. It's not TikTok. It's, 
And the very fact that they said that shows that they were bothered by the fact that they didn't keep kosher. So they made stuff up. Okay. Stop acting like you're reading comments. I'm sorry, that went by too fast for me to finish. Please put that in again, where you started off by saying, stop pretending you're reading comments. And there are individuals who don't accept converts to Judaism. Okay, that's fine. Uh, people are entitled to say that because Judaism does not have a single central authority that speaks for all Jews. And that's why I'm on TikTok. That's why I'm here live. That's why I give you my email address. That's why I have a Zoom room. Mm -hmm. So that you can ask questions and we can get in more detail and talk about things. And I'm not a big fan of political Zionism. And I think uh, the Political Zionism, some of the decisions that are made by Israel today are disastrous. And they were a mistake five years ago, ten years ago. But again, I'm not here to comment on politics. Not tonight. Tonight, I want to give us some ways to be happy. Maybe we'll continue this in next Wednesday night uh, to see how to be, because we're coming to the end of our, our time You know, there are those that are Roman Catholic, there are those that are Jewish, some people have parents of different religions. You choose your path to God. The goal of a rabbi is to teach and then get out of the way so that you can unite with God. Unite with the One. And in terms of God promising land, that was 1948. The UN gave Israel a very narrow strip. Israel, the Jews were very happy with that. Uh, and then, uh, what brand of bourbon? We'll talk about that next week. Our time is up this evening. Thank you. And I'll be posting some more TikToks. And I look forward to you joining me live next Wednesday at 8.